to episode six of season one. We are really at the last episode of the season. I can't believe it. I can't believe that we've spent this amount of time recording and talking about all of the important things that should be talked about and me revealing everything in my life basically and just putting myself out there like I I can't I can't believe that we are done with season one in today's episode it is going to be about forgiveness the power of forgiveness uh, with the book think like a monk if you don't know, Think Like a Monk is a book written by Jay Shetty, who was a former monk, and he wrote this book to kind of help guide people in a way, I guess, to like think like a monk, I guess. And in that book, I experienced a lot of changes in my life because I followed all of the prompts and all of the things that it was kind of guiding me to do. And yes, it, it was a self-help book, and it was very helpful. Before I go into that, a little refresher about the last episode. If you didn't tune in into the last episode, it was on Are You Ever Truly Healed? And it was about how I journeyed through um, after coming home from running away. And then I thought that I was unstoppable. I was going on a high of feeling like I could do anything in the world. But then um, I started having nightmares and it was like very scary nightmares where I would sit up straight in bed and just scream and sob. And I thought that I was healed from my trauma, but I was not healed. And that leads to this episode where I found forgiveness. And ever since forgiveness, I've never had those nightmares of being in terror and crying like that anymore. So yeah, if you haven't tuned in into that episode, then go on and listen in. It wouldn't make sense if you didn't listen to the episode before that as well. So maybe if you haven't listened to any of the other episodes, go in and listen in into the very beginning of how it all started. So for today's episode, it is going to be on forgiveness. And like I mentioned, it was a book by Jay Shetty. And I just looked and it was on page 42. Page 42 is where it prompts you to do the activities on forgiveness. And before that, I was already doing other activities from the beginning of the book. But this one was the one where I didn't know that I was going to choose the incident of my childhood of being sexually abused and that I was going to forgive my perpetrator in this moment. And so when I sat there, I remember I was sitting there, I was by myself. I went into this knowing that it was going to be um, hard. So when I started right away, like as I was writing, I started to cry so hard and you'd probably think or like imagine that there's this woman just sitting there crying and journaling and she's like sobbing and like what the heck is wrong with her <laughs> and that was me I was writing this and I was forgiving myself and forgiving him and um, all of this stuff and I I was crying so hard to the point where every sentence felt like it took me a whole year to write. It was so hard and so painful to have to forgive or to want to forgive somebody and to know that 
you forgiving them is something that they don't deserve, but you're doing it for yourself. And it's kind of like you're forcing yourself to, right? So it was really, really hard. And a part of me didn't want to do it because a part of me felt like he didn't deserve it. And so pushing all of that might, all of that courage, all of that bravery to find it to write, I forgive you was really hard. So I cried while I was journaling and I just looked at it now because I wanted to share with all of you bosses as well what I wrote, but I didn't really write that much. And at that time, it looked like I wrote so much, but it wasn't actually that much. So let's get into it. Um, on page 42 of the book, Think Like a Monk, it's, I'm not going to go into like specific, specific, but basically for number one, it asks you to start your sentence with, I forgive you for, and then after that, it also asks you to list all of the ways in that the other person did you wrong. So I'll go into my journal and I'll share what I wrote with you. I wrote that I forgive you for taking advantage of me. I forgive you for leaving a scar on me. I forgive you for using me. I forgive you for hurting me both physically and mentally. I forgive you for putting your anger on me. I forgive you for abandoning me. I forgive you for lying, for not admitting the truth. And then that's what I did with the I forgive you part, right? The next part I wrote on things that I wanted to say to him that I never got to say. And this, it kind of told you to kind of let all of that anger out, put it here and slowly let go. And I think this was where I also cried so hard to the point where it felt like I was writing it for years. So I wrote on here. You're a coward. You deserve no happiness for what you did. But I'm not going to wish the worst upon you because I am a better me. And wishing bad things upon you is me settling to your level. It'll be me losing myself and what I built for. I believe we were both young, but I believe you knew better, but you still chose the wrong. You can live in the lie with dishonesty and denial, but we all know the truth. Even if the truth never comes out, I forgive you for what you did to me as a child. And I remember when I was writing this, yes, I was sobbing and sniffing my boogers and it was ugly. And it was also healing and rewarding at the same time. So that's what I wrote for number one. So for number two, it says to acknowledge your shortcomings. What was your role, if any, in the situation or conflict? And list the ways you feel you did wrongs, starting with the phrase, please forgive me for. And this, this was also very hard, very hard because it takes you letting go of your pride letting go of your ego and understanding that we are humans and we are prone to mistakes as well and that we shouldn't feel guilty for being wrong. So when I wrote this, I had to drop all of my ego, all of my pride and hold myself accountable for the things that I did in this situation as well. 
So I wrote, please forgive me for not standing up to myself, for thinking this was fun and encouraging to play. Please forgive me for not walking away, for not going to an adult about the situation. Please forgive me for feeling good. Please forgive me for hiding it, especially when it's too late. Please forgive me for not running away. That's what I wrote for number two, and that was also very hard for me to write and to let go of my pride and my ego and admit my wrongs and you know, hold myself accountable for the roles and the, and the ways that I could have helped myself in this situation. There was a number three where it asked you to record yourself and read this and sort of reflect on it. But I don't believe that I did that because I think that I was so busy crying and then I was kind of like, oh, OK, number three doesn't ask me to um, write anything. So then I wrote what number three was in my journal and then I just cleaned up i believe because i don't remember recording myself so that was basically it that was me sitting there finding forgiveness and going through this process of letting out this negative energy letting out this pain and letting myself free it was a forgiveness where he didn't deserve it where he never apologized but it was a forgiveness where I knew I had to do for myself in order to set myself free, in order to find a happiness that is beyond holding that pain and holding that anger. And so, yeah, when I did this, it it really felt so amazing. Like I remember sharing with my partner about how I felt like I looked so silly sitting there crying and writing this and all of that stuff. But at the end of it, I felt incredible. Like, I can't begin to explain the sense of relief that it gave me because I've never experienced something like that before. So because of my own experience with forgiveness like this, I have a very deep connection with forgiveness and how forgiveness is key to healing those deep wounds and to letting things go and to um, being better versions of yourself after you find forgiveness. I want to share about how everything started to kind of make sense after I found forgiveness and I started to understand the real world a lot more. For forgiveness, it's kind of like when you watch those crime movies or whatever and you see somebody stand on the stand and they go, I forgive you for murdering my child. And you're sitting there like, what the heck is going on? Like, hello, like he murdered your child. Like, why would you forgive him? Like, what's wrong with you? Is something wrong with your head? Like, why would you why would you do something like why? He doesn't deserve it, you know, and uh, I get it now. I, I get why those people forgave those people people who didn't deserve it because it wasn't a forgiveness for them necessarily it was a forgiveness for themselves like they forgave them in order to move on with life in order to find peace in order to be the best versions of themselves because they knew that if they held on to that guilt that pain and all of the nasty stuff that came along with holding that hatred towards that person that it was going to 
bring their life down and it was going to make them probably the worst versions of themselves. When I found forgiveness, this all made sense. Like I was like, okay, yep, I now understand why they forgave them. And I give them props because to get to this level and to reach this level of that you forgive somebody who doesn't even deserve it, who never apologized to you, it takes a lot of a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of courage and bravery and strength. It takes so much in a person to find it in themselves to forgive somebody who has harmed them or somebody that they care about. And so with this being the biggest thing in my life, the most painful thing in my life and for me to be able to find forgiveness for this it opened the door to a lot of things in my life like I was able to forgive people for the littlest things like sure I have my bad days where I'm not in mood and um, I'm easily triggered there are days like that but I come to understand that hurt people hurt people and that people who are in pain or let's say like when people cut you off on the road and you're sitting there like what the shiz like I'm not gonna put up with this blah 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 like now I'm I'm more of like it's okay like I I'm I'm okay with that maybe he's having a bad day or maybe like he's in a rush or something and it's it's okay because I don't need to hold on to this. Like, it's li uh, it's like me doing a little forgiveness to a stranger that just cut me off because you don't need to hold on to the silly pain or the silly ir irritation, like, all of the time, right? Like I said, I do still have my bad days, but majority of the time on my good days, little things like this doesn't trick me up anymore. And I'm, I'm not easily triggered because I find in myself to do little forgiveness on people quite often. Because they, yes, like you didn't do anything wrong. Or maybe you did, I don't know. But when you learn to forgive people who never apologize, who doesn't deserve it, you learn to find peace for yourself. And that inner peace that you find for yourself is something that is really hard to come by. With me coming across this, it's honestly the best thing in the world. I never really started sharing with people how I found forgiveness towards my perpetrator. And people never really asked because I think people also respected my privacy as well. So they never really asked me to extent of how badly did he hurt me. You obviously know by now to the extent of how badly he hurt me. He molested me multiple times. And after that, then he inflicted fear upon me. And all of this where I still see him and he's still my perpetrator walking around me. And there's only so much that I can do to eliminate him from my life. Even after all of this, after all of the things that he's put me through and continue to put me through, and. I don't even know what the future looks like because um, I don't even know. And I'm recording this now, but probably by the time this releases, I will probably know. But I'll still say it here, just in case. <laughs> I probably don't even know what the future holds when I come out about this because 
by this time, he would have probably known about me coming out about what he did to me. And with that, it's still something that is continuous. Like my case doesn't end here. And so for me to be able to find that forgiveness and still have that courage, be brave, have that strength, and continue to fight for the survivors out there and continue to voice what I am voicing about forgiveness and about everything that I've said in previous episodes. It is amazing. And I am very proud of myself. And I feel like if you reach to this level of that, you have something in your life where you feel like it's been causing a lot of anger, causing a lot of pain and hatred, that maybe you go the route of forgiveness as well. And maybe that route of forgiveness that you go isn't something that you quite want to do, but maybe it's something that you have to do and maybe try. Because I know that when I was doing all this, like I didn't want to do it, but I was like, I'm going to try, I'm going to push and, I, and we'll see how it goes. And when I did it, like I said, it was amazing. It opened the door to many things and I've never felt such a relief of freedom before. I never went into this thinking that forgiveness was going to stop my nightmares, but it did. It stopped the nightmares because it stopped all that pain and hatred and anger inside of me. So that's why I, I suggest that, you know, maybe, just maybe, like even if a little tiny bit of you is feeling like, wow, the power of forgiveness is so strong and you're inspired by what I'm telling you and my own experience and my own story that maybe you want to try it for yourself then do it. You don't have to go buy the book, Think Like a Monk, and turn to page 42 and do all of this. But maybe after listening to this, maybe sit down with your own thoughts and your own pen and journal and forgive yourself and forgive that person or that thing that hurts you. And maybe if, if there's things that you want to hold yourself accountable as well, do that and let it all go. Let it all go to wherever it wants to go. Hopefully not to somebody else, okay? Like, let it go, like, like far away. Let it go and let in all of the things that could be. All of the possibilities of what is to come next. I don't know what's going to come next, but what I do know is that I don't want to... I didn't want and I don't want to continue having nightmares because that was so painful and... I don't want that. So maybe sit down and ask yourself and maybe do these exercises and, and see where it takes you, okay? Not only did I do forgiveness on this incident, but because of this practice, I started to kind of pick out things in my life that I needed to forgive myself for and I needed to forgive in other people. It really helped me clear it out a lot of the things that I, I continuously felt guilty for and I continuously held little pain for like let's say like somebody calling me short right um, it was a small pain and it was something that made me steer away from somebody but it was something that I needed to forgive them for so that I didn't look at them with such anger and with such disgust of that this person mistreated me 
instead what I did with in these kind of scenarios was empathize with them and put myself in their shoes and like I said hurt people hurt people and sometimes people are not kind to you because other people have not been too kind to them and they don't know how to cope with it and so that's how they're kind of releasing their pain and their anger and it's it just so happens to be you which is not fair I understand but when you reach to this level of how strong forgiveness is and you empathize with people you don't go around stressing about this stuff anymore and you don't let people get under your skin as easily anymore and maybe some of you don't already maybe some of you are not even bothered by like the littlest things that people say to you but in a way to think about why you hold such a big wall that you don't let anything in to you know instead I feel like the key here is that you put yourself in other people's shoe. So having that blockage is, is kind of like a negative thing too. Also, letting things in too much to hurt you is a negative thing as well. But when you can empathize with people, I think that takes you a very long way. All right, before I close off, I do want to share something um, about forgiveness as well. I understand that with me sharing all of this stuff, that it might not be it for you and that you are not taking my advice and you are not feeling the energy and you're not and you're maybe like, no, I'm not going to do it. People don't deserve it. My perpetrator doesn't deserve it. The people who harmed me don't deserve it. I get it because I was once like that and my sister, my Nia, way before I found the bug thing like a monk, I remember when I was having these nightmares, I had I was talking to her and I had shared with her how bad my nightmares were. And I shared with her the nightmare that I had of my perpetrator trying to kill me and somebody that I really cared about. And I was trying to protect them and then I woke up crying. Yes, you know the story. If you don't, go listen to the last episode. And I shared that with my sister and my sister had said that maybe you should forgive him. And I was sitting there at her dining table and I was like, uh, no, why would I, why would I forgive somebody so disgusting? So I get it. I, I was once like that and I, I I wasn't ready and I I didn't have the, the education of that. There's a such thing as a forgiveness where you forgive other people even if they never apologize and even if they don't deserve it. Like, I didn't know that existed but until I found the book Think Like a Monk. Call me silly, call me uneducated, but there are people like me who don't know these kind of things exist. And so I get it when you are not ready and you don't know and you're not willing to and sometimes it might even be that because somebody is telling you to that that's why you don't want to because when I came to the book think like a monk nobody told me to nobody told me to do it and I chose to do it on my own so I get it if you are not ready and if you don't want to because I once was like you but I hope That one day when you choose to find forgiveness or to allow things in your life that 
betters you that you do. And I hope that if my podcast right now is kind of in the area of what my sister was to me, like you heard this and then later on in the future, you decide to really forgive your perpetrator or whatever because you chose that i hope that you reach out to me and that you let me know that hey i remember one time you told me to do it but i didn't do it but now i came upon something blah blah blah. and yeah i i i hope that you share it with me because no matter where you are at in your healing journey i want to let you know that i'm so proud of you for continuing to better yourself and for healing things that hurt you okay all right that's it for today's episode um i was really excited about today's episode because i really wanted to share with you the power of forgiveness it's so amazing and i just wanted to share that with you and wanted to share something that was very intimate and very personal i wanted to share it with you because i wanted to hopefully inspire you but like i said if it doesn't that's totally okay too because i get it people are at different times in their healing journey i hope that you picked up a few things if it's not to forgive your perpetrator or the things that hurt you i hope that you have a wonderful rest of your week and that you stay being the bad boss that you are as always I can't say I hope to see you in the next episode because it will be I hope to see you in the next season. Season two, the toughest two years of my life. In this season that we just closed off, season one, my story, a CSA survivor, you got to know about like my story as a CSA survivor. And I didn't really share things outside of my um, CSA incident. So in season two, I will be sharing all of the other things that occurred in my life that made it super tough and this two toughest years of my life was the two toughest years of my life and I will share with you all of the things that I had to go through all of the things that I've grown and learned from and I hope that you pick up a few things as well so I hope to see you in the next season closing off season one now my story a CSA survivor